Hey everybody, my name is Raquel Knoll and I am your host for the Reels of Real Estate podcast. I'm a local real estate agent, entrepreneur, and most importantly, mom of four amazing children and a pit bull. My husband Tom and I both grew up in Queens and now proudly live in Seacliff, New York on the beautiful North Shore of Long Island. Every week on our podcast, we'll be meeting some of the residents and business owners from our Gold Coast, as we like to call it, and talk about why they chose this part of New York specifically to live in and grow their businesses. We'll discuss what it's really like to live and work on Long Island, find out some of the favorite local spots, best restaurants, and even some hidden treasures. Let's face it, if you ask anybody what their ultimate dream is, it usually has something to do with real estate. It's to find the place that they dream of calling home. So we'll talk about the struggles, the triumphs that both homeowners and business owners have gone through to find their place. So let's talk about it. And as always, in every episode, we promise to keep it real. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Reels of Real Estate North Shore. I am your host, Raquel Knoll. And on today's episode, I wanted to talk to you guys all about the home buying process. What exactly happens when you want to buy a home on the North Shore? And maybe some of you are first-time home buyers and you really have no idea what the process is like, or perhaps you purchased a home many moons ago and just want a refresher, or maybe you're an out-of-state a homeowner and you don't know what it's like to purchase a home in Nassau on Long Island. So hopefully after you listen to today's podcast, you will get a little bit more educated on how the process works and how setting up the right team is the key to a successful home purchase. So starting with that, you know, whenever you would select players to play in a team sport, any sport, you know, you would really want the best of the best for every position. And that's the way I would describe purchasing a home. When you are ready to make that huge leap, probably the biggest investment of your life, make sure that you have the right players on your team. And that's really the way that you should consider everyone that I'm going to mention in today's podcast. Consider them part of your team. You are the star of our team and we are all here to support you, the buyer. So who's on your team? You know, first and foremost, you want a great real estate agent. That's one of the first people that you should select for your team. Um, the second person that you should have on your team is an amazing mortgage broker. Um, next would be an awesome attorney, a real estate attorney, a home inspector, and a title company. Those are the main people on your team that you want to ensure that you have a transaction that you are comfortable with, that you feel safe, you feel protected, you feel educated, and you feel comfortable. That's the most important thing. At the end of the day, you know, the transaction can occur whether all of those things happen or not. So why not take the time to work with people that you feel really good about? Listen, we're all professionals, but we're humans. We all want to work with nice people, people that we enjoy spending time with, because let's face it, this home buying process, it may not happen overnight. It may take a few months. It may take longer, and you're going to be spending a lot of time 
whether it's on the phone, in person, via text and email. And you want to do that with people that you actually enjoy working with because otherwise it's going to make the transaction frustrating. It's going to get your family frustrated and it can delay the process and create problems. So why not be proactive and select the best team for you? So starting with your mortgage broker, you know, the mortgage broker should really be your first order of priority. So you've made the decision, you have your finances in order, you have your down payment ready to go, or maybe you don't and you don't know what your options are. How much can you afford? What are the rates? Um, The first person that you should contact is a great mortgage broker and they should be able to walk you through the process of getting pre-approved. Now, pre-approved should not be confused with pre-qualified. Pre-qualifications are basically a credit check. If you're a very serious buyer, you really want a pre-approval where the bank has really gone through a very thorough check of your finances and they are really ready to help you move forward. Once you have that pre-approval in hand, you have buying power. It's going to tell you and by the way, it's going to also tell the sellers of whatever home that you end up wanting to purchase that you are serious. You have taken the time to fill out applications, provide proof of funds, provide documentation, provide W-2s, and really, really get ready to buy a house. So the mortgage broker should be the first phone call that you make and just get an idea of what price point you're looking at. So once you've gone through that process and you have selected a mortgage broker or kind of have an idea of the rates and what type of mortgage program you're going to go for. There's tons of programs out there. Um, you know, obviously you need a great real estate agent. You know, your real estate agent is going to be your partner in this home buying process. It's not only about doing a search online and finding houses. You know, anybody can do that. You don't need a real estate agent to do that. Um, Your real estate agent should be someone that really truly understands what your needs are. So aside from, you know, how many bedrooms and bathrooms you want, but they should also understand the lot size that you want, the location. And location, by the way, is something that you really want to be clear on. I know that sometimes when you're looking for a home, there can be so many places that you may want to consider, but really trying to sit down with your family and pinpoint exactly where you want to focus on is just going to make your life easier and it's going to make your real estate agent's life easier because there are thousands of homes on Long Island And without really having a clear direction of a location, it can be very challenging and frustrating for both the real estate agent as well as the home buyer when the homes that are being presented to review don't really fit your criteria. So pick, you know, one or two towns, pick, you know, the type of area. Do you want to live on a cul-de-sac? Do you want to live on a busy road? Do you not want to live on a busy road? Do you want a garage? All of these things are really important for your real estate agent, as well as you and your family to sit down together and make those decisions so that the real estate agent 
doesn't get information from one person and different ideas from another person. You know, it's really a family decision that, you know, sometimes putting pen to paper and making your ideal wish list or things that you absolutely cannot have that is really, really important to making sure that you are 100% prepared to make a purchase. So aside from finding the properties and understanding your needs, the real estate agent also has to understand and, and explain to the clients how the taxes work. You know, many, many um, villages in Long Island, aside from the school tax and the general tax, also have an additional village tax. And those are typically not taxes that you can find online. There's another step to calculate those taxes that your real estate agent should be able to do for you. Um, So understanding the taxes aside from finding the properties is really important. Another thing is school districts, understanding, you know, that the homes you're looking in are in the school districts that you want. You know, certain properties are in multiple school districts. So there's a lot of things to consider when picking school districts that your real estate agent should be able to help you with. The next very important phase of the home buying process that your real estate agent will be responsible for is presenting an educated offer. So a lot of people think you just throw a number out there and you know you just kind of toss numbers back and forth and that's how you negotiate. And it's really not the case. Presenting an offer is something that has to be done with a lot of thought and effort in mind. You know, various things can affect the negotiation process, such as how long the home has been on the market, what are the comparable homes in the area selling for, what are they under contract for, what are the new properties coming onto market, what are they priced at, and ultimately your personal situation. Do you need to move right away? Do you have a house to sell? Do you have kids that are going to school and need to be in the certain school district by a certain time frame? Do you have a job that is relocating you that you need to begin by a certain date? All of these factors really make a huge difference in determining the type of offer to make. And in terms of the offer, you should really consider all of the things that the seller is going to be listening to. It's not just a number. It's being able to explain to the seller if the agent has the opportunity to to present the offer directly to the seller or to the agent, your story, why you should be the person that they choose to sell their home to. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, we are talking about someone's home, their property, their investment. And sometimes it's not always just about the number. Sometimes it is about you, the buyer, that intrigues the seller to say, you know what, this sounds like the type of person that I want to have my house. And all of that makes for a very, very great offer that your real estate agent, if they're doing their job, should be able to do. And that's why I always say the number one thing to having a great relationship, not only with your real estate agent, but with any of the people on your team, is communication. Communication is number one. 
You want people that are going to respond to your text messages in a timely manner, respond to your emails, whether you send them a Facebook message or see them in person or call them over the phone. You want people that communicate and communicate with you the way that you want to be communicated with. And all the people on your team should fully understand your preferred method of communication and be consistently communicating with you the processes that are occurring during your home purchase transaction. So work with people that you feel you have great communication with. You know, real estate is all about timing. And sometimes you can capture a great deal because you were on the ball and moving fast. And sometimes you can lose a deal because you weren't responsive and you didn't get an answer right away. So having that excellent communication with people that you um, work with is very, very important. The other thing that's super important is that you can trust them. You want to work with people that are honest, that have a good name, that have a great reputation, people that you feel are trustworthy and really understand what it means to develop a relationship. Because let's face it, if they can't develop a relationship with you, how are they going to develop a relationship with the other agent or the other attorney that they're working with? You know, we're one team on the buy side, and then there's a whole nother team on the sell side. And everybody has to communicate and play nice in the sandbox. So you want people on your team that are open-minded and that work well with others and that really are true team players. So those are the main, main things that, you know, I would say about having your real estate agent you know, you want to make sure that they understand that when they present offers, that they have everything that you are comfortable with and that they have your best interests in mind. Uh, the next person on your team that you should uh, consider having is your home inspector. You know, some people may or may not end up having a home inspection depending upon how the deal is structured. Some properties are sold as is, and some properties, um, you know, you will have a home inspection, but really understand the role of the home inspector. You know, they are paid by the buyer at the time of inspection, and they work for the buyer. All the information is for the buyer and often, most likely, will be shared with the agent but their job is to really share with you their findings of the condition of the property at the time of inspection. That's their job, to tell you what shape is the house in? Are there any defects that require immediate attention? Is the house in good shape? Is everything in good working order? That's their job. And their job isn't to renegotiate deals or, you know, give you quotes on things and tell you that things are, you know, going to cost X, Y, and Z. You know, their job is really just to inspect and oversee the house and anything that comes up out of the inspection. And sometimes things do come up that need fixing. Don't worry. You know, oftentimes these are all things that can be negotiated and worked out between the buyer and the seller. So, I always like to tell people that, you know, to just, you know, not flip out if anything comes up in the home inspection, that things can still be worked out. Um, the next person on your team that is crucial that you have a very good team member is your real estate attorney. Now, let me 
say that again. It's your real estate attorney. It is not Uncle Susie who is a trial attorney or Uncle Bob that does employment law. It is a true real estate attorney that is not only specializes in real estate, but specializes in real estate in the area that you are purchasing a home. I have been on many deals where attorneys have been from out of area. They don't understand the laws and um, going ons in Long Island. It, it tends to drag things out, take longer. They need to do research and it's not a smooth transaction, as smooth as it can be if you are working with someone that specializes in real estate in Long Island. Now your real estate attorney will um, order the title search through the title company. And lucky for us, Douglas Elliman, we have our own title company. Um, so that is even even more convenient for the buyers. But you know, the title company is going to you know, see if there's any liens on the property. They're going to review the chain of ownership. They're going to see if there's any open permits on the property. And, you know, between the attorney and the title company, again, it is very important that everyone communicates in a timely fashion. There's nothing worse with, you know, wondering what's happening with the deal. And you come to find out that the attorney hasn't returned a phone call or an email in four days. And it's just very, very frustrating. And it doesn't have to be like that. All the attorneys that I work with will respond to my texts and phone calls like immediately. You know, if they're not doing it on the spot, I can definitely guarantee that I'll have an answer by the end of the day. Um, so that's number one. Um, so, so, you know, together when you have all of these team members, that is how you are going to make sure that you have a deal that is going to move smoothly and that any bumps you have along the road can be worked out because you have people that you can trust and people that are great communicators. So after you are having all these team members, you've negotiated your prices, you have you know, an accepted offer, you've done your inspection, everything is great, you've signed contracts, and you are ready to move forward. What happens? So usually about 24 hours be before closing, you'll have a final walkthrough where you will, you know, take a walk through the house exactly as it sounds and just make sure that, you know, the homeowners have vacated and that any repairs that have been agreed upon were done. You'll also arrange for all the utilities to be transferred to your name, and then you are ready to close. Woohoo! You made it. You made it to closing day. So what should you expect on closing day? Well, you should expect to meet in an attorney's office and usually, you know, it can be um, the office of probably the seller will have um, the closing at their office. It'll probably be in a conference room and it will be the home buyers, the sellers, their agents, and their attorneys, as well as a representative from the title company and the bank attorney. So what will happen, it probably takes somewhere about an hour um, and you know, you will all kind of sit around a table and usually the bank attorney will kind of run the show and you'll just be, you know, handed about 50 pages of documentation that you'll need to sign. You will have to have certified checks for all of your payments. 
that you will already have in detail when you have received your closing costs, probably three days or so prior. So you'll walk into the closing table very prepared. And the number one thing that you should just expect is to sign, sign, sign. You're going to be signing tons of documents. Like I said, probably about 50 pages. And, um, after that, you'll be handed your keys and you, my friend are officially a homeowner. And whether it is the first, second or 10th time, there is no greater investment that you can make than real estate. So go for it. Give it your all work on it, make it your goal. If you're not there yet, go for it. And as long as you have a great team working with you, it can be smooth, fun, and exciting. So with that, I hope that you found this podcast interesting. If you have any other questions about buying a property or closing, or if you want any of our recommendations for people that we work with, I'm always happy to help. Feel free to send me an email or send me a text message, call me, send me a direct message on social media. Please, please, please do subscribe to this podcast as we hope to share really important information every single week on purchasing properties on the North Shore, what it's like to live out here, what the process is. I haven't really talked a lot about real estate, real estate on these podcasts, but since I've been getting a lot of questions and I've been working with so many buyers lately, I thought it would be helpful to share some of this information just to kind of ease the mind and let people kind of understand the process. And once you're educated and you have the information, usually everybody feels more comfortable. So with that, I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you taking the time to listen in to this podcast. Please do share it, subscribe, and leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you and get your tips and ideas and suggestions for the future. So thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.